Chapter 97 of The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter 97 The Wedding. On Friday, which was always the lucky day of Dr. Juno, the fourth day of blank, nineteen blank, was set apart for the wedding day of Victor and Lucinda, and all the naturalists, or working people, hereafter the naturalists and working people mean the same, were invited, but no others were permitted to be present. This was done as a precautionary measure, because Dr. Juno had learned to guard himself more closely than of yore. Moreover, just then there were many unconverted persons living everywhere who would have delighted to molest or kill either him or his betrothed wife many people were of the opinion that this would be a grand carnival because money was plenty with both general armington and dr juno but this was not the case nothing unnatural or unnecessary was done or presented still every one was made happy and satisfied by the cordial welcome that all received at the hands of their hosts the best and plenty of healthy food was ready at all hours and everything that was pleasing and enjoyable to a natural person was to be had but no artificial beverages no gross dishes neither tobacco was seen there in sooth these things were not craved by the naturalists and although some of the new members of the novel order of things had been but recently inveterate habitual indulgers in riotous living using tobacco rum condiments and so forth but the famous teachings of dr juno and the peremptory orders to the people to desist totally from the use of such things inspired them with higher joys and loftier ambitions than tippling gluttony and money-getting the idea of getting money to purchase imaginary wants unhealthy agencies and which cause diseases had already been exchanged for the love to god and mankind and the guests at this wedding saw that to live for one another for love and to be treated as if they were all one family was an incentive of greater power than orthodoxy could furnish it seemed on this occasion as though every one was inspired with the holy ghost they had the example set them by their father and it was to be mother dr juno and miss armington they all loved and respected the happy couple for their great achievements and when they saw that these heroic reformers lived to make all mankind sound and happy they praised god from the abundance of their hearts to think that the spirit of righteousness the spirit of christ and spirit of god dwelled in the leaders of this new era truly the millennium dawn and the second appearing of christ were being made manifest all were happy in the spirit all felt joy in the gratification of the thinking faculties which gave them power to control the lower propensities and they were in one place with one accord verily the doctrines of christ seemed to have become natural and nothing was craved but the desire to make each other happy this was a delightful state of affairs and it only went to prove that it was as easy to do right 
under physiological or natural circumstances as it is to do wrong under artificial and diseased circumstances under the unphysiological orthodox circumstances swearing came naturally to young and old without requiring public private or sunday schools whilst under the genuine christ-like or natural circumstances praises and intuitive prayers came naturally and eloquent inspiration from the fountainhead of jehovah teaches all to speak as with cloven tongues that which is necessary to be spoken the hour had arrived for the nuptial ceremony to be performed the minister announced it and all arose to their feet and with reverence listened to the eloquent words of the progressive apostle as he spoke as follows dearly beloved in the lord it hath again pleased the lord of hosts to permit us to meet together in peace and spiritual communion and although our beloved hosts have gone through many fires yet have they ever been guided by the infallible hand of god whose fixed laws are always a safe guide to the people of his heritage we have gathered together on this delightful occasion to join this man and woman in holy matrimony which is commanded by the highest ordinance of the creator but it is not a function that should be lightly or unadvisedly entered but reverently discreetly soberly and physiologically in the fear of committing new sins provided the applicants for these holy orders were not fitted physically and mentally to propagate their kind in the image of god if any man can show any defect in either this man or woman or just cause why they may not be lawfully joined together let him now speak or else hereafter hold his peace victor juno wilt thou have this woman to be thy wedded wife to live together so long as ye both shall live i will responded victor lucinda armington wilt thou have this man to be thy wedded husband to live together so long as ye both shall live i will responded lucinda inasmuch as it has pleased almighty god to grant unto this man and woman the talent the health and the understanding of his fixed laws and inasmuch as this man and woman have come here to be joined together for pure love for each other as man and wife i now pronounce the holy ordinance what therefore god hath joined together let no man put asunder let us all pray father of mercies and giver of all necessary things we praise thy hallowed name for having made us in thine own blessed image we worship thee by obedience to thy fixed mandates and we glorify thy name for the munificent gifts that heaven and earth bestow upon thy faithful children and o lord we thank thee for having given us this man and woman as exemplars for thy people may they live long on thy footstool and bless the nations with that knowledge of thy kingdom which surpasses all sinful understanding and to thee be all the power and glory for ever amen at this point pat o'connor and judy mccrae came modestly forward hand in hand and pat said may it please your reverence to do they same to us this caused a laugh throughout the assemblage but the minister obeyed the solicitation and pat and judy were equally happy thus ended the nuptials of two faithful people 
and victor and lucinda seemed to have a brilliant crown of glory surrounding their heads the happy couple were now taken by the hand by all present and were congratulated with all sorts of expressions from the most eloquent eulogies to silent tears the latter spoke with double emphasis indeed all things seemed to work together for good because all loved the lord in a practical manner and a crown of glory awaited every man and woman in the large assemblage the guests had commenced to congregate at nine o'clock in the morning the ceremony was performed at twelve at noon and they left at five in the afternoon which was all in keeping with the new order of things and which made it a day of thanksgiving thanks that came from the heart and not vain lip service whilst the mind was unconcerned as it is in pharisaical circles happiness the aim and end of man seemed to smile upon dr juno but all was not permanently serene yet end of chapter ninety seven